my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars? You can say that Dream. and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, uh, mighty Isis. And here we go. You know, I don't. You know, I'm kind of done with the whole April Fool's Day thing for it because it's not very funny. I don't find it very funny at all. In fact, I'm I'm kind of feeling a little bit annoyed. I saw a couple of Mezco 112 April Fool's jokes where people are like putting up, like they've digitally created a Mezco 112 like figure. You know the shot that shows all the accessories mm-hmm. when yeah. they list them? They, I've seen a, a couple of those already today, which I thought were really interesting. And, of course, they were April Fool's jokes. But by and large, I haven't really seen anything that's like nothing's gotten me, which is fine. I thought Hasbro was trying to get me. Did you see that they actually dropped a figure today? And, and I actually... I feel like they almost got me because it's so stupid a character to produce. Um, I think it's called Web. Is it Webman? Okay. It's like Doom's creation of Spider-Man. Uh, it's like <laughs> it, it, he's like opposite of Spider-Man or some shit. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember the character. And then he pops up on Hasbro Day and I was like... I don't know if this is real or not, but then it started... I think it popped up on other channels as well, like uh, you know, like Entertainment Earth, maybe, and somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "This, this seems like it's probably legit." Um, but, but I also thought this is the dumbest character on the planet to to drop I, on I just, April Fool's. I Day. just find it amazing how it's like all. It's really just companies that are kind of doing it now at this point. It feels like, and and they're they're ca- causing more of a, a headache. The the one thing that's kind of ticking me off the most is that uh, uh, Josh Gad. Did you see the tweet he put out about an hour or so ago? A few hours ago, no. actually? He says, perfect day to finally announce that I'm starring in, starring in the Penguin origin story with a great, great Photoshop picture of him as, as the Penguin. And Josh Gad has the range. Like, at the same time, it's like, I want this to be real. And I really hope there's some sort of follow-up tomorrow to say that he could do the role. No, the yeah. penguin. What's the penguin origin story? Like, what? I, I, what do you call that? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Well, uh, maybe cobble pot. Yeah, but regardless, it's like 
just give me, give me, I'm done with the stupid shit. I'm done with it. I'm done. You know, especially <laughs> after a week of like us having server issues, like the, oh. to try to cap it off with like April Fools and we're recording late, which we knew we were going to be recording late this uh, this week, just coincidentally. Like, come on, I'm done. I'm done. Monty's Monty needs a break. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I I, I want to say idea. before before oh, okay, go ahead. No, you. I'll say before we go any further. Uh, I was on time for the Tuesday recording. Uh, I got there. No one else was there. Brilliant. I was on time, though. Brilliant. That's your defense. The one, the one time you're on time is the time that we're not doing anything. So, yeah. I, I'm sitting in my chair trying to join Zoom, and no one else was there. Outstanding. Outstanding. Um, boys, I hope everyone had a lovely week. Kev, I know I talked to you like every day. It was uh, well. It, it we was, should explain. Was... <laughs> we should explain that the fifteenth anniversary show was fifteen years, mm, only a week, week, only almost a week late uh, due to issues. You know, if if it had gone smoothly, I think if anything, what the fifteenth anniversary show showed was that. You know, you know I, I've said it a thousand times. It is literally the little rascals are doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to just do shit on the fly. And OG and Mr. Fantastic, uh, who were great, uh, uh, just great that both of them were there to to fill in the gaps uh, of the experience of trying to put a podcast together 15 years ago and how still 15 years later, we are still struggling to understand and <laughs> and get this show up, even to the point that the 15th anniversary was several days late because of some technical thing that we that had nothing to do with us. You it know, is important to, yeah, I would like if to we emphasize were people that. who if we were people who understood these things, it probably would have been. Uh, it probably would have solved itself in an hour or two hours. And instead it took us five days. And, and it's also so. worth pointing out again, big Kev is that this, the foundation of this great show was built at a time when podcasting wasn't a thing. So you no. had to go old school in terms of like the way they're like everything is set up behind the scenes with the servers yeah. and, and this and the, that and everything. So there, there's a, there's many layers to uh, geek stuff as, sure. as it were. Um, I like, I like to imagine the foundation of geek stuff is basically like if you're playing Jenga and you keep taking things out of the bottom and we're just seeing how many things get pulled out, <laughs> and how much can it support up top? That's, that's, that's how I describe the foundation of geek stuff. That's a good analogy. Not bad at all. Good analogy. Not bad at all. Uh, boys, let's hit on our Patreon really quickly. Patreon.com slash TNG For just a buck, you can be part of our lovely uh, Discord service where you can talk to members of the show. Like me. Like me. Like me. For $3. Yeah, yeah. For $3 a month, you get the show a day and a half early. This week, that's out the window because we're recording late and it's it's late on a Thursday no, and everything. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's got to come out today. We got to catch up. I'll give you all the elements so you can edit everything and post it. And a sneak peek at the prep sheet, which that did go out yesterday at least. For $5 a month, you get the weekend bonus show, which, Dom, is it your turn or my turn this weekend? I think it's your we So th- I we did the joint. I think it's your turn. It's my turn yeah. this week. So, so tell us, uh, Sandwich, what will be the subject of this week's... Uh, this week's new and improved sandwich shop. Um, I I don't know which one yet, but I'll, I'll do it. Uh, I'm, I'm busting your chops. I'll, I I will be doing it this week, Bubby. Oh, that's okay. good. So 
that now you can really thank you can really really thank Mr. Well, I, Monty for pulling your fat out of the fire. Fat Dumbledore. No, 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 no. The, despite despite the hellish week that I'm dealing with, I promised him I was going to do it. Oh, there you week. go. It's, Layer on the guilt. That's great. Hey, That's it's not all. guilt. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. It's been a week. I, no, it's just the truth. What do you care about me? Nobody cares. Kev, why don't sure, you do I'll it? do it. I'll do everything. Kev, what do you care? Kev, why don't you do the bonus show? Because uh, I did the bonus show. What episode are we on in the classic Big Kev's Geek stuff? Nay, uh, nay, sir. Uh, nay, nay, nay. And I still upload those to Patreon as it is. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, you get $10 a month. You get the show live on Instagram, which that was a pain in the ass just to get going. Uh, at yeah, you just saw show. some shit today. You would have seen some ish for sure. And if you want to hear yourself in a future episode of Geeks of TNG, you can call the GVM hotline. 201-730-2547. Booyah. Uh, boys, let's just like hit on... I, I think it's worth just pointing out a few things uh, watched this week. Um, yes. Uh, some stuff that I watched kind of through tears uh, with all the headaches that we were going through from behind the scenes. So I did get a chance to... Um, I don't think I caught up because there was a new episode. Uh, I did get to see Resident Alien on uh, Peacock. Mm-hmm. Uh Hysterical. I think it's a great show. It's the, I've heard that. I, I really I want to check it out. I just haven't yet. It's also the, heard it's phenomenal. It's the right mix of comedy, drama, and sci-fi. And it's with Alan Tudyk. I mean, it's just it's 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 great. It, it really is. And it got to the point where Kev, if you recall, uh, I asked you if uh, if this show was the reason why he didn't come back for season two of Doom Patrol. And I don't know if it is, but if it is the case, I'm kind of okay with it because the show is just that good. Um, I think I think what I said was I thought the production of Resident Alien may have been interfering with him shooting Andor. Maybe. Listen, I don't know. All I'm saying is I like the show enough where uh, uh, I was okay with it no matter what. I saw a nice little documentary on Amazon Prime called uh, Passport to the World Route 66 because I just kind of miss road trips at this point. Uh, (laughs) It's the Eagle Beagle. Charlie Brown, but like watching uh, a little Easter special, uh, as it were. And there you go. And a lovely horror movie <laughs> called Slacks, which is a shutter the- uh, uh, sh- uh, movie talking about a killer pair of pants. And it was so glorious. The The trailer really freaking sells it. Really sells it yeah. as just like. I don't know how serious it takes itself as a horror movie. I just loved it, though. It, I, I want to watch it. Watch, check, check out the, the trailer at bare minimum. S-L-A-X-X. Yes. Uh, and also worth a mention, which is why I'm going to be bringing on your, you boys here, uh, saw Amazon's Invincible. Now, Unbelievable. we're not going to go Amazing. crazy into it because of the embargo. Correct. But damn, they did it right. Next week, we can talk about the first three episodes. Three episodes. Yeah. Fourth episode dropped today, I think. I haven't had a chance to look. Oh, I thought it yet. was tomorrow. Cause... I thought it was tomorrow. I think I'm, I thought it was today. I mean, I could be it's wrong. It's today in your time, maybe, because oh, you get those Thursday no. night. That's Falcon and Winter Soldier. I get Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier. My tonight, your tomorrow. Because I know there's yes. a, a new episode of Creep Show that dropped on Shutter, which I'm. You guys know I'm. I love that show to death. I have the the poster, I have some artwork from Sideshow I picked up over my shoulder. Uh, so uh, I will be watching that tomorrow when things kind of more chill. 
Um, but yeah, really great job. Uh, and I think people are going to be in for a huge surprise on this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, kind of, I, I don't want to compare it to the walking dead. I, I don't think that's fair for this property. Uh, and it's too much of a, uh, uh, commercially public relations move to tie Robert Kirkman's name like that. Uh, but it's just a damn good show. And even people who aren't usually into animation um, should check it out. Don't have your kids around, but it's worth, no. uh, it's definitely worth a watch. So I think that's all. I, obviously we, we dig it. So, but that's all we can say uh, under the current embargo. Yes. Yes. Big cap. I was determined this week uh, yesterday um, to by the time we recorded today to have watched King Kong versus Godzilla or Kong versus Godzilla or whatever it's called. I was determined to do that. But then I sat down, I was about to hit play and I thought to myself, you know what? I should rewatch the preceding three. So that would be Godzilla, Kong of Skull Island and Godzilla King of the Monsters before I watch this one because I didn't feel as invested or f sort of um, interested in, in the knowledge of these movies enough to sit down and watch the new one. And I wanted to be able to speak intelligently about it um, next week because embargo. Um, so I did get through the Wait, original. Is it, even, is it next week? Because don't we do two weeks for movies? He's this right. Is I think movie. we would do two weeks for movies if it was in the theater. It's in the theaters, but I. Th it, it, this it, is both. Yeah, that's it's both. That's why I'm confused. I, we well, treat I'm, it like a TV I show. I think we'll give it a week. We'll we'll see if I don't get to see it between now. We'll and next see if week. I get a chance to see it because I've you seen know, it. You know, I like. Well, I am a. Huge... Oh, you watched it? No, I watched I'm... it in its entirety. Oh, forgot oh. about that. Yeah. Well, you can give us some first impressions, but let me let me just say that. I did get through the first Godzilla movie and I forgot how not good it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was not good. However, Kong from Skull Island was, Love I it. think, even better. The Phenomenal. Second it's a great movie. Yeah, that Phenomenal. was a really well done Kong movie and, and not stereotypical, which I thought was, which I had forgotten also mm -hmm. a little bit. I mean, all the sort of parameters were there, but they didn't go that whole damsel in distress and she gets swiped by Kong, which is kind of a staple of every version of King Kong ever. There was some interplay between her and, and Kong, which, which I thought was well done, but not classically done. So you have that. And then, um, and then I got about a half hour into Godzilla King of the monsters. And I remembered um, that I was not a big fan of this movie, but <laughs> I do want to get through it because Kong and Godzilla is a direct sequel to that movie. And apparently it's the end of the monster verse. They're saying King they're, Kong and Godzilla. Yes. They're saying that because the contract with Toho or whoever, Toho, right. It ended in 2020. Oh, with this film. Oh, I wonder if that'll be it. Well, then. that doesn't Wait, necessarily but, mean it's, uh, I don't want it doesn't mean it's over. It doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's over. But right. they're saying this that this could be the end, which as someone who's seen the movie, who's they? Who's they? Who's they? Uh, like they're just people like Jer no one is saying that they're still going like people who giant are giant freaking robot dot com. Uh, it was on Wikipedia. 
yeah, I, I'm just kidding. I'm, I was I was naming bullshit websites. Uh, we got this covered. We got this covered. <laughs> yeah, those fucking. Um, no one I think that I've seen working with the stuff has said it's going to keep going. That doesn't mean it's not going to keep going. Yeah, I think I it mean, should. Let's be honest. In four films, they've covered the bases. They've covered the bases. Bases. I know, but it's just like. They've covered Godzilla showing up. They've covered Kong. They've covered all of the monsters fighting Godzilla and they've covered Kong and Godzilla. I mean, unless there's a Mecha Godzilla, you know, no in, in, which, which I don't know if they're going to do that story or not, or if that character appears in any film I haven't seen yet, Dom. Um, but I'm just saying like, I, I think all of the classic bases are covered at this point. Yeah. Am I missing anything? Uh, no, I mean, Monty, I th- any major kaiju or if you want to call them monster, they've really hit them at this point. If they want to do like weird ones, like that giant turtle guy, I forget his Gamera. name. Yeah. If they want to do those off brand ones. They could. It's just, it's a, it, I'm sad that this Gamera could be the end because I really like the King Kong movies. Honestly, I want more Kong movies than I want Godzilla movies. And he's our guy, by the way. Just want to emphasize that. I love how everyone's like, oh, how can you not like the dinosaur? Like, how can you not like Kong? He's our team. He's the home yeah. team. Yeah. Um, I guess. As someone who has seen the movie, I liked it a lot, honestly. A lot. Careful with your spoilers, Bubby. I'm, no, there's no spoilers. Okay. No spoilers. The, classic, the I, classic King Kong versus Godzilla is my favorite of the Toho movies. Those are, that's just fun. That's just a fun yeah. movie, though. You can there, there were some throwbacks, I noticed. And I do want to, and it's the reason I've been looking forward to this one, honestly. I mean, I've been kind of like, okay, I probably should watch Godzilla, Kong Skull Island. Although I was more interested in Kong Skull Island and, and Godzilla versus the monsters or, or whatever it is. Uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. I, I was like, yeah, I have to watch this more than I wanted to watch it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of was like on board with doing that because I, I, I felt like from the show perspective, if nothing else, I wanted to see, you know, I wanted to see it so that I would be able to, to speak about it intelligently. Um, but I, I really, it's, it's it's different. It's it's not a Toho. It's not a guy in a giant suit stepping on it's model building. It's something separate and different to have to try yeah. to enjoy. That's all. That's all. Yeah. That's it. Um, let's move on. And, and there's still oh, there's, there's still I don't know that. Uh, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, Mr. Monty. They I mean, they could do the smog monster. Get those two little Japanese chicks to sing the song. You remember? Mm-hmm. Save the earth. Save the earth. I mean, they could do that. They could do. I mean, there's a number. Gamera, as you, Gamera was not off brand, sir. Gamera appeared in a lot. I understand that, but like he, he hasn't been around. I feel like spinning bo- rocket turtle hasn't hasn't been around in this iteration. There was yes, a Blu-ray box set of his that just dropped. Not that well. They they either. they did a bunch of monsters in King of the Monsters that they they made. Yes, yeah, they did. They did. I know Mothra was in there. Was Rodan Mothra, in there? Rodan was in there. Oh yeah, Rodan was in there. Him. And then they made up King ones Ghidorah. where it was like there was a Ghidorah was in there. King Ghidorah was in there. Ghidorah. And then they There's made up a handful ones. other ones, right? They made up more where it's like a, a, a mammoth looking gorilla thing, some kind of giant spider. They made up other I ones. I barely remember that movie. So all right, don't don't say anymore because that's I'm gonna make it through the rest of that one and then watch 
Kong. I, I want to say one thing about this movie. It's not mm-hmm. a spoiler, but what I appreciate the most is there a day, there's daylight fighting. Yes. Good. A lot that more daylight be, fighting. That seems to be a common praise of this movie is that there is daytime fighting. Well, so, yes. I mean, the last two Godzilla movies, it was like that, but Kong, it was fine. So, um, yeah, let's just, all right. So let's move on because we do have a lot of yes. stuff. And, uh, uh, their show. Uh, so a new trailer of Rick and Morty dropped. I uh, did not see this. Why? I caught I caught a bit of it. I didn't get to finish it. You sons of bi- it's like a two minute thing. I know, I know. I was I in the middle know. of school. If someone had put it on the prep sheet, I would have known it. Mother effort. It not only has it been on the prep sheet for thirty six hours, it was all over the social medias as well. Not our that you social, know. Social, social media, media, darling, Big Kev. Uh, was it on almost. our social medias? Rick and Morty will be returning June twentieth at eleven oh, p.m. Sweet. on Adult Swim. I mean, this just looks like as as Dom kind of knows. Uh, they're yeah. just picking up the awesomeness. Like, it, like they're not going to skip a beat. Uh, again, I'm I'm very okay with the way that they've been rolling out these shows. Uh, yes, it's not traditional, but you know what? It's keeping up the excitement. It keeps you hungry for more, uh, while while making sure that the quality that they are uh, trying to strive is there. And, uh, no. and I love it. Yes, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I hope, and maybe maybe Sandwich might share this feeling with me. I hope that this season we get more of the understory that you and I were talking about sandwich that they kind of ignored the previous season. Yeah. No, me with too. evil Morty. Yeah. And you know, like that, uh, there is an undercurrent in the first two seasons or three seasons that, that there's something going on that we don't know anything about. Like we don't know enough about yet, but you can tell something is happening. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of ignored that last season. Not that I minded because last season produced um, not only the greatest episode of Rick and Morty, in my opinion, but one of the greatest 22 minutes of animated uh, hilarity I've ever seen. The vat of acid episode. Um, so I don't mind that they kind of were like, let's do these stories. And I wouldn't mind if they continued that way. I just think that next level of deepness that they had in seasons one, one and two, I guess. What was season four was the one that just passed, right? Or was yeah. that three? That season was four, three right? ended with the, the Beth episode, I think. Yeah, so, then- this, so this was season four we, that we yeah. just had with yeah. Bad of Acid, right? Yeah. So the seasons one, two, and three, there was some sort of underlying story, even if it was loose, that was happening. And I don't think that they had that necessarily in three so or four. So I'm wondering what the next season uh, will bring. But I am very excited about it because I, I I love that show. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> uh, we had another trailer. I think it dropped the exact same day. Um uh, new Star Wars: The Bad Batch trailer uh, oh. for the show, which will be dropping uh, Tuesday, May fourth, with a special seventy-minute premiere. Uh, I liked it, and I don't even care about Star Wars. So, so uh, Dom, what was your reaction to it? I mean, it's it's everything that I want: the Bad Batch and more. <laughs> I am so freaking excited for this show to no end. You know. I, I am a big Star Wars fan. No, not nowhere near as big as Kev, obviously, but I'm a big Star Wars fan. 
And the fact that we're expanding the universe and so many there. You keep eating sandwiches the way that you do. You'll you'll be you'll be big sandwich before long. Wow. 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 I didn't even have a sandwich today. Just saying it's messed up. Anyways, besides sandwich isn't the bad part. It's the bread. Fat jokes aside, fat jokes aside, Kev, while in the middle of talking about Star Wars. Thank you. I appreciate that. My good friend who I'm picking up from the airport in a certain amount of time. Anyways, so go on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm excited that we're expanding the universe more and not just you know limiting it to movies and like comics and stuff like i'm i'm appreciating that you know it's a galaxy far far away where galaxy means that there's stuff happening everywhere at all times so the fact that we're getting that everywhere at all times stuff happening it really it makes it more immersive almost to me and i love that i love the idea of like you know while something's happening over here yes something important is also happening over here i appreciate that you know Makes it feel more alive. You, you know, let's I, I, I want to chime in on this, too, because, you know, the Bad Batch was uh, was a concept. So just a broad overview. Um, these are four clones who were designed to be sort of specialists. They I guess they got to a point in clone making where they're like, you know, we sh- we can clone special uh, sort of genetic traits that make them better at sniping or being bigger and more uh, stronger or being like survivors or, or, or whatever, or tech um, people. Those are the four stereotypes that make up the bad batch. The bad batch though, actually was in the last run of clone wars. Mm -hmm. The last season that came out several years after the series actually ended, which what was that like last year or two years ago? I think it's two at this point. Yeah. And so, that's when we got to see the Bad Batch. However, um, those astute fans of Star Wars and Clone Wars in particular will remember that um, there was released the animatronics for or, or the, the, the sort of the animated-ish storyboards for a couple of episodes after the last se- after the what turned out to not be the last season aired. And bad batch was in those was in those animatronics meaning that they had scripted recorded and begun the animation on those episodes but then stopped because the series was ending and everybody went nuts over these characters and rightly so in my opinion and uh the um the character sort of design boards which gave you what the character looked like from different angles and, you know, like close-ups and their weapons and everything. All that stuff was released um, as sort of bonus content, I think, for the last season. What happened? I don't know. Did we lose Dom? No. Oh, I just heard this sound. Everything went weird. That thing? I don't know what that was. I think that came from Monty. I think that was a Zoom blip. Oh, Anyway, um, so, the, you know, like I, I was a fan of these characters then and I was hoping and praying that that somehow they would use these. Not only did they use these and they were enormously popular, as everybody predicted, but they were so popular. They're like, we got to spin these guys out into their own show. And also the toys, the six inch versions of the four main characters, I think three of them have already been solicited. I think there's one left. I think tech is the one who hasn't been solicited yet, but I think the other three are. And I couldn't order them fast enough 
you know, because I mean, I may not have much of a Star Wars collection soon, but the Bad Batch, like those characters are just phenomenal. I cannot wait for this series. Really excited about this. All right, moving on to the next story because it is really late and uh, Sandwich has a bedtime. Uh, Disney Plus has now uh, greenlit uh, a 10-episode series of National Treasure for ye old Disney Plus. But it's going to be a bit of a, uh, uh, I don't want to say, it's a bit of a reimagination, as it were. uh, Of the old. We have that effect still? I don't know. I I have crickets. Uh, in the soundboard. I, I would have to try to dig that up. Hey. I'm not sure where that is. Well, if you find it, it would be a reimagination. There you go. Uh, there you go. But they're going to go with a whole new different approach here. Uh, according to the press release, uh, the series is set to explore timely issues of identity, community, historical authorship, and patriotism told from the point of view of Jess Morales, a 20-year-old dreamer who, with her diverse group of friends, sets off on an adventure of a lifetime to uncover her mysterious family history and to recover lost treasure. Uh, I will just say that I am a huge fan. Like, I love the Indiana Jones movies. I love the, the original National Treasure movies at the same time. I, I, I love the, that mm-hmm. those kind of subplots. Uh, so I'm sold on this no matter what. Uh, I know people are kind of just trying to make this a whole political hubble, uh, whole thing. Uh, and just, well. I just want to, I, I know, I know, I know. But I'm going to enjoy it. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to do my bestest to try yeah. to enjoy it. You know, that's kind of the bottom line here is that it doesn't matter it how whatever the political motivations and I don't mean political in the uh, Republican versus Democrat sense. I mean, political in the sense of it's it's uh, uh, it's it's a female lead uh, of of a, of a diverse ethnicity, apparently right in the thing. It's a diverse group of friends. It doesn't matter. I don't care who the group is. I don't care what composes the group as long as it's a good show and it's interesting and it's well done. I could care less about who's who the makeup of the group. Exactly. I just don't care. You want, you know, solid writing point, get beyond caring about those sort of things and just making sure the shit is good. Yeah, it's a crazy notion uh, yeah. for some people to consider. It is. Uh, something else, I, I, I'm not 100% sure if this came out the other day or if this came out a few weeks ago, but just to play it safe because I wasn't aware. Uh, Comic-Con plans an in-person convention on Thanksgiving weekend later this year. Now, this is the That's- Comic-Con in San Diego. To yes. just emphasize that very, very quickly. So it's kind yeah. of a special edition miniature. Hey, it's better than nothing as we're getting out, you know, toward, as we're hopefully towards the tail end of a pandemic uh, right now. Because again, by uh, Thanksgiving-ish, uh, if I recall roughly, we're hoping to have like 75% of the country vaccinated. Uh, so, uh, Which is the herd immunity number. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, so... It looks like I think, uh, it's uh, uh, no. It no, actually no is Thanksgiving many. weekend, which I think is the dumbest idea. Well, you know what? I, I think actually it's not the worst idea, though, at the same time, Kev, because uh, I think they want to just try to be as careful and gingerly as possible. Like trying, you know, not compete, you know, competing with the fact that kids usually go home around that time, too. And, right. you know, usually that's a big party weekend, you know. 
that means that they know that they're going to get fewer people to come, which is maybe that's a good idea. Maybe they're going to get just more of the, the high rollers who are going to come to an event like this. I guess. And, and try to do it like it's almost like automatic crowd control in a way. So maybe that's not a terrible thing to do it around, the, uh, you know. That's, that's a good point. Around, around there. Point. So um, let's see. Uh, we should also just. Uh, just a, a mention because I know people are like itching to like take vacation days and, and plan some stuff. Uh, Universal Studios Hollywood planning to reopen come April, uh, specifically April uh, Friday, April sixteenth. Um, oh, that's and, a very important day. It, it is. It is. Uh, so yeah, but again, they're going to be doing slow rollouts, and if people have passes already, you you have uh, kind of like at the front of the line and everything. So something to just kind of put on your radar, as it were. We should um, probably send West Coast Scott over there for opening day. I wonder if this does West Coast provide us with a report. West Coast Scott, I know you uh, you're listening to this uh, on uh, like fast forward as you do your podcast. So uh, hit me up on Instagram. Let me know if you're actually going to go to the uh, Universal Studios. I'm I'm a little curious. Or if you cut this out for your podcast, I'm a little. Have you, uh, have you, you, have you been to the one uh, either in Florida or in California? I've been to the one in Florida many, 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 many years ago. Like pre Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter wasn't even a thing. Oh, cause I was, cause you know, it was like Earl's Disneyland back then. You know, <laughs> it was like, uh, I went, I went the first or I think it was the first year that Potter was there. And the story that I always tell from that is that I had like, in the course of a day, I had something like 12 frozen butter beers. So, and I was thick as a dog the next day. I'm going to guess that when I went, it was after, I, again, without doing too much work on the interwebs, I'm going to guess it was around 97 when I might have gone. Uh, just because I remember going to the Twister, um, you know, ride or attraction, I guess I should say. Uh, and the movie Twister came out in 96. So I'm at least going to take that uh, as a roundabout guess from the last time I went to Universal. But I would like to go for sure. Scott uh, on the Instagram says that they are going to to the Taste of Universal on the 11th. Which okay. sounds like a special thing that maybe they can only go to. And he just uh, and he says also, we just got here. I don't know where that they just got to because it's not the 11th. So I'm not sure about that one, okay. but good, Scott, you can let us know uh, what's happening over there at the taste of universal. I'm not sure what that is. Yeah. Food, um, food festival, something maybe he likes those. He likes going to those, you know, if He's you know, one nuts, Barry. if you know what it is, you can call our GVM hotline. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven. And you can let us know on a future episode of geek stuff. T and G. Can, uh, can I say something real quick? Sure. Just real quick. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, mean, I, I wasn't really a huge fan of the Universal in uh, California, personally. I've never been to that one. It was a lot more of those like simulation rides and not a lot of actual rides. Did, did you have butter beer? I had all butter beer. That's I thought it was phenomenal. A single one. I I only I only needed the one. Oh, wow. I had what are butter, butter beer, beer and I didn't want anything. It, it was like uh, some kind of like butterscotch slushy or something like that. Ugh. Yep. That sounds disgusting. No, no, no. Listen to me. No. Whatever it whatever it actually is, whatever it actually is, is some secret crack addictive formula that I'm just stunned that sandwich only had one. Because I had one and I was like it, it, it wasn't that good. 
I just That's don't how... think I need, I was just like, I don't think I need another type of beverage ever again. If I could just get this all the time. That's I how I went good to Universal, I found it. And I was scared of the Jurassic Park ride. So I was getting ready to say like, oh, you know, maybe I won't go on this ride. And then someone working the ride went up to my family and said, do you want to skip the line and take a picture in front of the ride? My dad's like, oh, yeah, of course. And I'm just sitting there like, fuck, I got to go on this ride now. And <laughs> the struggle I got, is real. I got soaked on the ride because the giant water f- dinosaur thing came and it splashes you. Well, it only splashed me. I'm the only one who got wet. Appropriate. <laughs> and, and then we went down. And then once again, because I'm on like the edge, I'm the only one who got freaking wet. And everyone was like, oh, that was so much fun. And I'm like drenched hard to tell. Like, yeah. It was great. I loved it. You, uh, yeah, you, you are a veteran of a war story, there, sir. That's that's exactly what that is. Um, but yeah, we have um uh some action figures to talk about. But are we saving that oh. for the second half of the show? Yes, let's well, do that. Then you know what, uh, Big Kev, let's uh let's go to break. Uh, with that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on. This episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 630, which I couldn't possibly forget because my ass has been up to 629, <laughs> or I've been up, up to my ass in 629 for over a week. Yes, we have. Uh, and I, I don't know, what are we calling it? 15 years and one day. It's been more than a day, know. though, technically, since. Well, uh... that's true. Well, it was 15. We put up 15 years yesterday, so it's only 15 years and a day today. That's true. 15 years and a day. After these messages, we'll be right back. Monty, Sandwich, we need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe, maybe we can use our more seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, he- here. Let's try these lines in our most seductive voices. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh, <clears throat> that's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What? Monty, are you sure this is safe? This store looks sort of very spooky. Sandwich, relax. The Graveyard Gallery is an amazing place, and it has something for everybody. But but, but it's called the Graveyard Gallery. Sounds like they're into spooky stuff, and, you know, I'm a very delicate person. Well, you're definitely right on both accounts. But it doesn't matter if you want collectibles as far back as the cabinet of Dr. Caligari, or something related to obscure movies that only diehards know about. There's something for everybody here. I, I, I mean, I do have to admit, the, the range of collectibles is 
pretty stellar and pretty creative, I'll be honest. They have a wide range in stock. It could be hot toys, prop replicas, statues, they got you, man. These clothes are something else too. Is that real blood on that shirt? Not on all of them, but they got hoodies, shirts, beanies. They even have stuff with Herman Munster, Dracula, and Red from that 70s show. Wow, dude, these handmade items are awesome. This heart's still beating. All right, put that back where you found it, okay? But the handmade items are some of my favorite things in the store. They have paintings, masks, dolls, and of course, prints. Yeah, you gotta have prints on your wall. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was having a fascinating conversation with the gentleman over there who's a bat now, um, and he helped me pick out some great collectibles for me. It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Did he show you the human skull in the cabinet brought to you by Dark Interiors? The what? Zoinks! You better be going to the ATM, and then come back to buy a spine. The Graveyard Gallery at thegraveyardgallery.com And on Etsy, Instagram, as well as Facebook as The Graveyard Gallery. Go to them for one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. New horror-related items are in each week from big and small companies and one-of-a-kind creations. The Graveyard Gallery. Spine sold separately. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Potter and Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Come on, Bigelow, give us a better name. Come on, yeah. Bigelow. Oh, come on. How about Rocketeer? Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah, that's Rocketeer it is. Hi, this is Billy Campbell, the Rocketeer, and you're listening to Geek Stuff TNG. I like it. Live from Studio M, the sandwich shop, and Big Kafuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light of R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing and the engine lights power up all by remote control. 
we recommend take them up on their do 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 premium offer. You get one eighteen scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-wing, including crates, tanks, personal transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Hey, Dom. Amazing, uh, amazing job right there. I, I couldn't be more proud of you. That was just remarkable. Getting two different reactions, and I don't appreciate it. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I will be more negative towards you if that's what you I'm just, uh, I, feel more comfortable doing. That's fine, Dom. That's fine. I was some trying people something. just require negative reinforcement. It's a thing. It's true. I'm not it's making true. it up. No, it, it is. You're absolutely right. And you uh, know, the next time, whenever that is, and I don't know, I don't know when this is going to happen because of the world we live in, but I promise sandwich that the next time you and I are in the same place that I will direct you through that read so that we have a nice, solid, beautifully done one uh, uh, recorded in case for some reason you forget that we record a podcast every week and don't show up on the anniversary episode. Well, see, what's funny is, Kev, if that were to happen and that were and, and say in that horrible scenario, it might be confusing when the three weeks before that we recorded on three different days. But what do I know about that? Because I don't check my calendar, so I don't know anything about the days. I'm just but, say, Monty, I do you say have anything? A, I didn't say anything about calendar. Monty, so, do you have something that, that you need to read about? Maybe Kev can direct you through that and show you how to do it properly. Or maybe you're growing up. You could do it yourself. Wow. Maybe someone's just a little touchy today. I just want to, I just want to highlight this started by me complimenting Dom and not saying, (laughs) and and not saying anything mean whatsoever, but you know what? I deserve some, uh, some, uh, a compliment. The graveyard gallery at 21 main street in Butler, New Jersey, zero seven, Four zero five guys. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I, I had a little, had a little accident over the weekend. Not uh, not like a little puppy on the floor, but uh, uh, I, I hurt myself pretty bad. And I needed I needed something to just kind of keep my mind busy. Just try something different. So you know what I did? I went to the graveyard gallery, and you know what? You I You used your injury to justify buying a collectible at the graveyard gallery. I did. I I was because I was saving my money for something much more expensive, but I still justified it because it was awesome they had see uh um horror movie coloring books and i oh, bought yeah. i bought two of them <laughs> i remember you talking about that with me one was a, a montage of uh, a bunch of different stuff there was a lot of uh, evil dead in there so you know i was happy oh. and there was another book on uh uh, uh friday the 13th so oh. uh, i bought those two books and you know what they're adult Horror themed coloring books are a little therapeutic. I'm not going to lie. They're also not, you know, it's just regular, just kind of 
scribble, but I love them. It was a lot so, of fun. I was, I, yes. Did you As buy someone, the 60, did you buy the 64 pack to, to color them in or the squeeze, did you buy a pencils? The squeeze actually had a whole container full of different oh. uh, uh, art supplies. So it was, oh. that was already taken care of. That's the other reason nice. why I bought them. I as someone had. who's, who's not as far removed away from coloring books as you might think. Um, it's, it's funny to think like how nope. coloring books are when I was a kid to like, what does an adult horror coloring book like? Is it colored by number? Do you figure out who Jason's killing by the end? You're done coloring the page. You know, all I will say, are, you just need to make are sure there crossword you, puzzles. You No, there are not. It's not like that. Uh, but you have to make sure you it's have not the, highlights. Yeah, <laughs> but you have to make sure it's not you, horror highlights. You have to make sure you at least have a, a lot of red crayons or red uh, pencils to, uh, yeah. to fit those scenes for sure. That I'm sure. But check them out at the Graveyard Gallery, 21 Main Street in Butler, New Jersey, 07405. Uh, tell them uh, Geeks of TNG sent you and they will give you a free sticker. Guaranteed. Next time, next time that I'm anywhere near there, and I don't know when that's going to be because you know, the world and the pandemic and everything. But next time I'm, I'm, I'm in that area, I want to go to the graveyard gallery and meet these folks. Oh, you will. They're good people for sure. And you know, big cat, besides all the server issues that we were having over the past week and by issues, I mean, uh, moments from hell, uh, we did get up a, uh, very important video on the interwebs on the YouTube specifically, uh, from the show. So why don't oh, you bring yes. that down for, for us? Yes, that would be our uh, part two of our exclusive interview with Billy Campbell, uh, which we're calling what do we what do we call this one? Special edition, special features, special features, right? Special features with Billy Cam uh, Campbell, Billy Campbell, the Rocketeer himself, uh, and you can check that out over at our website, geeksoftng.com. And uh, yeah, so definitely, definitely check that out and uh, let us know what you think. Part three uh, coming next week, which I don't know that we discussed the name for that yet. We have not. Mm, so we but should. We have a week. Uh, we have a week to discuss that one. We do. So. Um, and of course, uh, don't forget to check out, of course, the wonderful charitable opportunity. Yes. Uh, that our friend uh, Jamie and Billy Campbell have uh, put on uh, or work working on together um uh all the information is over at the website attached to the video in the video so yeah so it's all there all there easy to find oh well that sounds like our brand new kickstarter uh segment of the show mm -hmm. uh where we are going to be highlighting a kickstarter that is currently active that you need to check out uh because there are some awesome awesome things happening on kickstarter and you uh can be a part of them uh what do we have this week mr monty uh sir this week we have animal warriors of the kingdom primal action figures uh, so just to break down the stats right now, uh, they were just trying to hit the goal of $99,000. Um, you can say they beat it. Uh, they are now uh, on the way to $145,000, just short of that. 632 nice. backers with 21 days to go. So, And it's also worth noting that this has consistently been on the front page 
of Kickstarter at the exact same time. So a lot of eyeballs are on yes. this project. Now, two things about this that you need to know. One, the artist Jason Bienuve, uh will be joining us on Geek Stuff TNG in the coming weeks to talk about this stuff. I heard, I, I saw an announcement today that I now don't know if it's real or not because it's April 1st. <laughs> um, with regards to this license. So I'm not going to say it and perpetuate it. I'm going to wait and see if it's still true tomorrow. Okay. And then we'll talk about it next week. That's fair. But there could be a very palpable, palp palpable reason why you will want to be part of this Kickstarter if that, if that rumor is true. Um, but we should say what it is, Mr. Monty. It's a series of action figures designed by Jason uh, characters created by him. There are some comics and everything else. But I think what's most important to talk about here, first of all, we've already talked about these uh, these pieces because they've been done in three and three quarter already. Uh, I feel like it's two or three years ago at this point, um, which is, I mean, and those figures are phenomenal. There were a ton of different characters, a ton of different um uh, ways that you could uh, arm them and display them. There were army builders. There were specific character, character leaders and so on. Um, a really diverse line and really, really fantastic. Recently, I think, I'm not, I'm not sure about this and uh, Jason will, will fill us in. I think they did some larger scale characters for the three and three quarter line. So think along the lines of like gorillas versus, you know, say chimpanzees. So they kind of scaled up to some of the larger um, characters in that universe. The Kickstarter that we're talking about right now, however, though, is for the six inch versions of those original three and three quarter characters. So Jason is bringing the brand into the six inch realm, the one 12th realm, if you will. And again, none of the quality has been lost. In fact, I think they look even better in six inch. Uh, some people are saying oh, yeah. that, uh, you know, that's uh, 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 that that's definitely a thing. It's one of the things they've been waiting for was to get these characters for six inch collector uh, the six inch collector base, the one twelve collectors. Um, so your time is now. You want to go over to Kickstarter and definitely check it out. Uh, and there are a whole bunch of different pledges that you are able to make. Some of the uh, more inexpensive ones are just for some digital comics uh, that you mentioned, and you can go way, way up there. You can go actually as high as twenty five hundred dollars if you wanted to uh, uh for a whole, whole mess of figures and a lot of other the add-ons at the exact same time so this is just one of those things where also we cannot describe uh these figures in justice you i really recommend you just if you go to kickstarter it's going to be one of the top three projects that you're going to see on their website uh so check it out and uh take a look because also this is just a great way if you are going to list a pro if you're ever curious about listing a kickstarter it's a nice way to just kind of simply break it down and and post it on their folks at the exact same time. Uh, yeah, and let's, you know, the reason we're doing this segment or the reason that 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 Sandwich and Monty and I have decided to make this a regular feature on the show is because some of the greatest stuff being made is being made on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. is the future for so many things. 
board games are are going there action figure lines are going there. all sorts of things get there or having their origin on kickstarter and it's making it really viable for creators to do what they want to do and not have to have this sort of huge uh explosion if you will of uh uh, of cash layout and everything else in order to get these things done. Now, remember with any Kickstarter, you're going to want to be patient because sometimes it could take a while for these things to fulfill, but they're really clear about most of the good ones are really clear about the fact that you're sort of helping at the sort of the ground level uh, to get this made. And when it comes out, you're going to get yours. And, uh, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't worry about that. It's an investment like anything else. I've heard of a few Kickstarters that went sideways, but I've never been a part of any, thankfully. And I really believe that Kickstarter is a platform that's going to be very important in the future for gaming, for toys, collecting, all sorts of things. So definitely, you, this is the time, if you haven't already, this is the time for you to check out the things that are happening on Kickstarter. Absolutely. I mean, it, the ability for a creator to go and make the things that they want and not have to go through like Hasbro or Mezco and be able to just put out their own stuff, you know, through, it's phenomenal because it, it it's it's so there's so many more things we can get now because people don't have to worry about like who's gonna who's gonna do it because you know I can't do it by myself you know I can't right. go to Mezco I can't go to Hasbro I can't go to insert name here I'm using those names but <laughs> it could be you can use them for anyone no you're absolutely right and like you said uh, but it's fantastic that so, that they they can do this now but and they don't you know and people will help them no I know? think Dom I think you're right because I think the key phrase you kind of say you said there is a uh, it helps level the playing field a little bit. Absolutely. And, and yeah. that, that is exactly uh, the case here. Uh, you know, I think it's also worth mentioning just before, as we're kind of getting ready to wrap things up here, um, the Gargoyles NECA figure that also dropped earlier in this week. What? What did you just say? Oh, yeah. Holy you didn't see it, moly, dude. dude. Holy cow. I I'm saw this. Everyone. I saw this. To and my only reaction was, oh dear God, please do not be one of those. Because you know, like if you think of it like when you're gonna go buy a car online, like you see a car online, you go to buy it, or you go to look at a home, even you think like, wow, the 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 pictures are just way too good to be true. And then you see it, it's a it's an absolute lemon. Well, yeah, they had this Goliath figure. Which which is by the way dropping uh July of this year. And yes. holy moly, does it look phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's yeah, it's unreal. I actually wrote uh I wrote Randy at NECA the moment the photo dropped, and I was basically like, I this is this is possibly the greatest thing that I've seen in a while. Uh, you know, with regards to a license, which re with regards to uh, a, a really forgotten series by a lot of people, um, it had toys. They weren't great. Um, I have a feeling the NECA toys are going to be phenomenal and they yeah. are committed as I understand it. And I'm not saying anything that hasn't been said all over. As far as I know, this is going to be a full range for them. So this isn't yes. like a well, we're going to put out Goliath, and if he does okay, then we'll move on to Brooklyn or yeah. whomever. Mm -hmm. um, 
They're not saying that at all. They're saying this is a full range. I hope that's true. I hope they get nitty gritty and deep like they've done with turtles. Um, and uh, I, I'm yeah, I'm I'm totally totally in on this yes. one. Totally, absolutely. Yeah, we we it would have been a mistake for us not to mention it. But the uh, true that Good Goliath point. figure, man, like holy moly, that was one of those things where you actually like stop scrolling. Or you stop yeah, whatever yeah. it is you're doing. Did to, I, to and did I just it. see what I saw? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, yeah. And again, my only reaction was, uh, please just don't let this be fake. Let this be authentic because it's just, you know, a picture. <laughs> no, it worth- dropped a few days ago. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it just looks really phenomenal. Um, so, boys, I think we should just kind of uh, end it on that positive note yeah. there. Uh, you can catch us each and every week over at Geek Stuff TNG. Which is also where you're going to find that lovely interview with special features of Billy Ali Campbell. Uh, you can find us on the social media. What's so funny? I don't think Billy Ali. Billy Ali. Billy Ali Campbell. Uh, you can find us on the social medias as Geeks of TNG, respectively, at Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find me online as Monty's Mayhem. M O N T E S M A Y H E M. I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the Instagram, the Snapchats, the Twitters, the YouTubes. Uh, the Grub Hubs, the uh, Audible. Um, Lift. You're on the Grub Hubs? I'm everywhere. I'm on the. I'm on what the. Can we everywhere. order from you? Love. Is it the Squeeze who does the cooking? Love. I'm hoping. Oh yeah, she's a she's a really good. Oh cook. yeah, there's no God. there's no joke there. Uh, Big Kev. Uh, you can find me on the Xbox One Network at Big Kev GS. I'm BK Geek Stuff everywhere else theoretically. <laughs> Awesomeness, Dom. You can find me on Instagram and the Xbox One Network at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. And at some point in the semi-near future, maybe the PlayStation Network. Ooh. What? Maybe you, the PlayStation Network. You traitor. I thought you were going to say Twitter. Like, that's that's not bad. Right no, now. I don't Are you tweet. really going to switch? I'm thinking about it, man. It just... Bastard. My brother has the PlayStation 5 downstairs, and it's... The games are phenomenal. So if he has one, what do you need one for? Because it's his. So you can't, you can't, he's been playing yours for years. Now you can't play his. No, it's different. It's we were not. playing Legos together. We can't play Legos on the PlayStation yet. I'm, I'm just not. Even we'll talk about it. that. We'll talk about this off, uh, off mic for uh. sure. Uh, and with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 630, the one we called 15 Years and One Day, to an end, the way we end some episodes by saying... Good night, OG. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. I got a Spider-Man t-shirt I got covers that are running off my feet I got a bad mustache, a reoccurring rash And not a lot of cash, I spent it on mustache Man, it's good to be a geek It's good to be a geek It's good to be a creep It's good to draw my
got seven hectare on the back stem. Sometimes you know it's good to be a geek. Well, it's good to be a geek. It's good to play the freak. It's good to come my mom and watch every other Man, it's good. 